everyone, Lauren here. Welcome to my podcast. Just forewarning that this episode audio quality will probably be complete shit because <laughs> I am outside walking, I have my keys dangling from my neck, and you can hear a lot of wind and background noise. So I apologize. However, I am so busy lately. Um, I don't have really much time to sit down anymore and record a podcast, unfortunately. I have so many things going on at once, so typically lately I've been multitasking. (laughs) When I record an episode, I'll be doing something else, Um, so just bear with me, and if you want to keep listening, then just know that you've been forewarned. All right, so today is Saturday, and I'm sure this is going to come out several weeks after I have recorded it, because I have a few episodes lined up, but... I have been going through some turmoil and tumultuous days the last week, and I am very saddened to share the news that I will not be going to Italy tomorrow. (laughs) I am completely devastated, and I was looking forward to this trip for over a month, and my heart is just really broken, and right now I just feel so sad and disappointed and let down, but... I'm trying to trust that this is, you know, a rock bottom and it's only up from here and it feels like the rug's been pulled from under my feet at the last minute. So I think that this could be a potentially good thing because anytime that happens and we're being tested by the universe, it's typically because there is magic or miracles, something even greater waiting for us on the other side after we've up-leveled. So I wanted to kind of talk about that today and how I'm feeling Um, So as many of you know, I'll share the full story. I went to Europe in June, and I am so thankful for that time, even though some things happened on that trip that people only close to me know about that were both light and dark. I am so grateful that I was privileged enough to go there and experience beautiful Europe. Uh, My soul has always felt so connected to Europe, and that's why I've been having this strong calling ever since I went there. I felt like I was home. It was unexplainable, even though I'd never been to Italy or Greece before. I just felt like that was where I was meant to be. So I've been (laughs) trying to move there for so long, and it just hasn't worked out because, unfortunately, I haven't been able to find a work-from-anywhere remote job. So I gave up on that dream and just surrendered it and said, universe, whenever you're ready for me to go, I'll be here waiting so you can send me the sign when it's time to start applying for jobs again or even have someone reach out to me for something that's aligned. So I am blessed I went there in June because it did get me out of my relationship that was emotionally abusive and I was very unhappy and I just didn't have the strength to get out of it. But after that experience in Italy, I gained the courage to leave. And it was long awaited. And for that, I will always, 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 always have so much gratitude. Because I am so much happier now that I'm not in that relationship. I feel free. I feel liberated. I feel like I'm exploring this side of me that was repressed because my ex-partner just rejected so many parts of me. I wasn't allowed to do so many things. I was being controlled and changed. 
and he tried to mold me into who he wanted me to be and I lost myself and I feel like I'm (laughs) I don't know if I can say I found myself again but I'm getting new footing and learning and exploring and being curious with all these different aspects of myself and on top of that learning to reintegrate the shadow aspects and the shadow parts that we are told by people in our lives are wrong or bad or unacceptable and need to be corrected. So after that, I got home and I broke up with my ex and I continued a relationship with this guy that I had met long distance and I'm going to get emotional talking about him because I thought it was only going to be something that was temporary. And it turned out that I wanted to make him permanent. I fell for this person really quickly, which is always a red flag, especially if you have a history of dating sociopaths or narcissists, right? It's like that ultra fire chemistry, just ecstatic love from the get-go. And that scares me because I, I know that when it burns hot and fast, it burns out just as quick. And when I feel like I'm falling in love with someone, I feel so helpless and out of control. And it's very triggering for me. So we continued talking and I just, there was just something about him that was kind of like, um, I don't know, my vice. Uh, he had a, I had a weak spot for him, especially because I was so black and blue coming out of that relationship. And he was the first person that I really felt like, wow, I can love again. I can feel these things again. I can feel good again. I can feel like I'm 16 again. And it just brought out this side of me where I fantasized about having a life in Europe with this person and it just gave me so much hope that there was something to look forward to and feel excited again. You know, that new love feeling, which can become addictive, I've learned, especially for me. (laughs) Um, Hashtag anxious avoidant attachment. (laughs) So... I decided in August that I was going to go back to Italy to see this person. And 100% it wasn't just to see him. It was also because ever since I got home from Europe, I just felt so depressed. I felt so stuck. I felt trapped here. I don't want to live on Long Island. I don't want to live in New York. I don't really want to live in America, to be honest with you. And I just needed an escape. So I felt like that could be my escape, any excuse to go and leave. And I do have a history of running from things, running from my problems, running from the truth, running from reality and dissociating, living in my head and in my imagination a majority of the time. So I planned this trip to go September 11th to the 17th, which is tomorrow, and to stay for a week. And... It was going to be my first solo trip. I was so excited and nervous. I had so many mixed emotions about it because my whole life I was told that I'm incompetent. I'm incapable of being independent. My mom 
is a helicopter parent, so I'm smothered, and I feel like it's been hard for me to grow up and learn adulting skills because I'm treated like a child, and I've never really spread my wings and left the nest, and I just have this calling that it's time for me to go. It's time for me to leave the nest. So I thought that this would be a perfect opportunity for me to learn to be independent and on my own and that I can do things and reinforce that I am capable and it is possible and I'm smart. And um, because a lot of my life I've been told, you're, you're dumb, you're stupid, <laughs> things like that. Even though I am a PhD student, so I have to say that I'm, I'm fairly intelligent if I say so myself, but I've just been made to feel like a failure for a lot of my life, like a loser. So I was you know, feeling all these emotions that it was promising. And I, I couldn't wait to see him and I glowed the fuck up in the last month, y'all. Like I, I got my nails did, I got my eyelashes, my eyebrows, my hair. I lost over 10 pounds. Like your bitch was ready. I was so fucking ready. <laughs> I was feeling so good about myself and confident and um, just like a lot of times in my life, I felt like it's a dead end. Like there's nothing to look forward to, and I just was counting down the days. <laughs> I just couldn't wait to touch this person to see him, to hold him, to spend time with him because long distance relationships are fucking hard. This is my first time ever, not that we were in a, a serious committed relationship, but this is my first time ever talking to someone on the phone every day, video chatting every day, texting and just like longing for someone missing that human touch and that connection like I just want to be next to you man I just want to sit across from a table and look into your eyes and just be in your presence and just be engulfed by you and so I just it hurt me it hurt so long to be apart from this person when it's like he was all that I wanted, but all that I couldn't have because he's across the world. We're not talking about across the United States, across continents, y'all. And I would have fucking swam across sea for this kid. I, I don't care how much money the plane cost. I just was in over my head and like love drunk, love struck, whatever. So it's last week or just several days ago. And, um, my friend finds this person's TikTok and finds this female all over his TikTok. And I'll admit, I don't know much about TikTok. I, I really don't fuck with the app. Um, I think it's like really toxic and everyone's super addicted to it and it's more problematic, but um, that's why I don't download it. And um, she essentially showed me all this evidence that he's been, you know, talking on the phone with this girl and and I was just like floored and I decided to cancel my trip kind of in the spur of the moment because immediately I was just like fuck this I refuse to get played by a man ever again I think it was like a very protective defensive reaction and um, I didn't even really hear him out I was just like nope not going I can't look at you and be with you and be intimate and sexual with you if I know that you're treating five other girls or even just one other girl the way that you're treating me because he made me feel special and even told me he loved me. 
So I canceled my trip. Um, I want to say this was Thursday, four days before my flight. And my heart just felt like it'd been thrown in a blender. And I see his side. I see every side. And now I'm kind of questioning, should I have done that? Should I have just gone? Should I have heard him out? Did I make the wrong decision? But you know what? I don't think I did make the wrong decision. Because I think everything happens as it should for a reason. And I was standing up for myself and sticking to my worth by canceling the trip. It was a big power move and it was a way of me saying to the universe, like, I deserve better than this. And um, I want to get into that and dive into those dynamics a little bit more. But when I went to a psychic medium in July, she brought up Ram, which is the person I'm talking about, and she said, you need to be careful with this one more. Like, you're ahead of him in in maturity-wise and just where you're at. He's not on the same level as you. I just, um, and I don't mean that in like a superior kind of way, but you just need to proceed with caution and be careful. And she did say that my trip to Italy would be postponed. And I didn't know what that meant because I had just gotten home from Italy. So she was right about that. She was right about several things. She also said that someone new would be entering my life in August, which someone did, which I will also get into if I remember and have time. So, the thing is with this female from TikTok is, you know, he denied it. He said they're just friends that make TikToks together. And um, I did catch him in one lie because he said they only ever talked on TikTok where, as on her page, it, it shows them, like, having phone conversations. So, I didn't believe that. And I do have trust issues with men. <laughs> Um, Some warranted, some not deserved. But the thing is that I didn't expect him to not see people, you know? Like, I live in America. He lives in Italy. We're across the world from each other. He's significantly younger than me. And we're not in a committed relationship. I didn't expect him to be this, you know, saint that never looks at a girl or talks to a girl I'm not controlling like that it's his life he could do whatever the fuck he wants but at the same time I felt deceived I felt tricked I felt played because I don't want to be made a fool out of and I felt so much shame and I immediately resorted to blaming myself and saying you're so stupid Lauren you're so dumb the writing was on the wall What did you expect? You were in over your head. And I'll admit, my feelings did get the best of me. I'm a very emotional person, ruled by their emotions. And love just, like, makes me do wild things. Love is blinding. And I think I was acting from a place of, from my heart rather than my head. Which I think there needs to be, like, a middle ground balance. One isn't better than the other. But... I do make impulsive decisions, I will admit, especially when I'm feeling triggered and like I'm missing someone or lonely. Um, It's it's very vulnerable for me. That's where I feel exposed and scared. So ultimately, um, I did kind of back away from Rom because I didn't want to hear it. I I wanted to be alone and to have time for myself to think. 
and he just got very nasty with me. He essentially called me crazy and said, I don't know anything about TikTok, which is true. <laughs> um, and sometimes I pride myself in that. I'm not being controlled by an app. But he also said some hurtful things from a place of ego, which I understand. Sometimes when we're defensive, we project that onto other people if we haven't dealt with our inner wounds and it's easy to blame other people than it is to take a look at ourselves so he said things along the lines of like you should just shut the fuck up you don't know what you're talking about don't talk to me I don't care about you and that just kind of confirmed like okay I did make the right decision because a person will show you how they really feel about you when you disagree with them and the way a person treats you when they're mad at you it speaks to how they really feel about you because it's so easy to be nice to people and kind when they're giving us their way when we're getting what we want from them but when they don't give us what we want and if they turn manipulative or callous or just spiteful then it really speaks to their character so I was just not answering him because in my head it's it's over And um, he just kept texting and texting for days, and then I blocked him. And then he found me on another platform and texted me. And that's super hard for me. It's super hard for me to walk away from someone I have love for and I care about so deeply. (laughs) While I'm still in love with them, it's, it's hard to walk away. And it's even more difficult when they don't let you go. Because I'm like, I I need you to let me go. Because if you keep pulling me back and you keep begging for me and like apologizing and showing me you want me, that gets me. I cave. I cave because I'm like, wow, someone actually wants me. Someone actually loves me and cares about me. Even though it's not love. It's manipulation. It's gaslighting. It's gaslighting. And I've learned that that's love. Because, you know, my mom gaslights me and my sister... And growing up, I was manipulated a lot because I want to see the good in people. I have a big heart, so I I give people so many chances, much more than they're warranted and they deserve. So I did let him know. I said, listen, I'd give you both of my fucking legs. Like, I'm not blocking you and ignoring you because I don't care. It's because I do. And that's why this is so hard. And you have to understand that I will not stand for disrespect. You're, you're entitled to be mad, but you cannot be mean. Words hurt. Words stick with people. And I just, I said, I need my space. I need time and distance to think. So please understand that. I'm not doing this to get back at you or to be spiteful. I'm hurt. And I need to feel it out. Because the thing that wounded us isn't going to be the thing that heals us. So I I need a space. I still need space. I need a lot of space. Because I'm just feeling overwhelmed and confused. Because do I think that this person, this girl, was his girlfriend? Now, no. I don't. Um, But I still think there was a lot of red flags that I ignored, you know? It was like he would go days upon days, sometimes a week, without talking to me or answering my texts. And inconsistency is a huge warning sign for me. It means that I'm not a priority to you, 
and I made this person a priority. So I need something, I need a mutual and equal partner. Someone that's capable of giving back what I give. And I wasn't getting that. And he would say, I'm sorry I'm so busy with work. That's why I don't call you or answer you. He'd always have an excuse. So I did find it interesting when, you know, he was sending me these texts after I told him I wasn't coming, that he was just texting me all day. Like, on his phone, every minute, checking to see if I answered, sending me question marks. So it's like, clearly you have your phone on you. Clearly you know how to communicate. You were just choosing not to do so. And it's okay when you do it to me, but if I do it back to you, then it's an issue. Because I'm sorry, honey, you're a young 20-something who is a TikToker, by the way. So you are on your phone. Anyone our age in their 20s always has their phone glued to them. So don't feed me bullshit and lies and say that, I'm sorry, I didn't see your text until four days later. It's just not true. And I will own up to that communication piece that we never had a conversation about, like, what are your expectations? What are you looking for? What is this to you? We never communicated that. It was kind of just assumed. You know, he, he would tell me he loves me, so I just assumed wrongly, I guess you should never make assumptions, that, all right, I was, I don't know, I don't want to say his girlfriend, but, you know, someone special and important. And he was so special and important to me. So we never had that conversation. And quite honestly, I was scared. I was so scared because I thought if I told him my truth, if I showed him who I really was, he would get scared. And so I haven't and I didn't tell him a lot of things about me that kind of make me up as a person, make me who made me who I am, because I feared he would get scared and run away. And that's not love. Like, you should be able to be your full, authentic self with someone. And if they truly, deeply love you, unconditionally, then that won't matter. That will make them love you even more. So, truthfully, moving forward, I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, what to say. I feel like at this point, I don't really have anything to say. I'm kind of just in shock and just sad. I'm just feeling really sad. And it's prompting like a trauma response inside of me that's like, oh, you should just go text this guy or go sleep with this person, make yourself feel better. And, and I don't like when that side of me comes out. <laughs> and, and I do tend to rely on male attention to validate myself because I never got it growing up. My parents were physically absent um, not present, emotionally absent. My dad died when I was a teenager, so I never saw what it was like to be loved by a man. You know, my, my father, we don't even know who my father is, so I've always felt like that man figure is missing in my life. So I've, I've been searching for a home in other people. And God, it leaves you feeling so fucking empty. Like, I feel so empty. And I feel lonely and scared right now. Because I'm just like, how much more can my heart take, you know? I, I'm tired of people coming my way that aren't meant to be in my life for life, you know? I'm tired of these reasons and these seasons, but I want my lifetime person. I want my person. And it just seems like a lot of, just a lot of tests. And I'm tired of having my heart broken. 
because it's weird. It's, it's not like you have your heart broken once and then it gets better each time it's broken. It's like, no, I feel like it gets worse because then you start to lose hope. So it hurts just as bad each time, sometimes worse. I mean, sometimes it doesn't, depends on the whole situation. But man, it's like, sometimes I wish my heart could become calloused and cold so I wouldn't have to feel this, this pain and this longing and this agony anymore. But I'm trying to not um, purposely make myself suffer more. You know, I went out today and yesterday and I'm trying to just keep myself in good company and get some sunshine and I did some yoga and I'm taking a walk right now so I'm trying to keep myself in good spirits but I just feel a lot right now and I said this to my friend but sometimes I feel so much I wish I didn't feel anything at all because I feel like I don't know I just I was holding out for a dream Ultimately, what I fell in love with was the fantasy. And it's just complex because I'm kind of happy this happened in a way. Because I think it would have been so much harder had I spent the week in Italy with him. And to leave him, I was dreading before he even got there. Dreading having to leave him again because I didn't want to leave him again. And I thought... This might be the last time I ever see him. And I, I can't let go. I would not be able to let go. I probably would have ended up staying there and just throwing my entire life from the United States away for this person. Just to be with them. I would have sacrificed it all and given it all up. And that speaks a lot to what I have to work on, truthfully. So I was thinking of when I got home, I'm going to have to end the relationship because... I can't, I can't do this. I can't, I'm not a fucking Kardashian. I can't travel whenever and wherever I want. I wish I could, but a girl's got student loans and car payments and I don't make six figures. So it's not like I could just up and leave whenever I want to. It's expensive and it's not logical for me to travel to Italy every two months, you know? And um, that's why I was like, I'm going to have to end things because I can't do this. He doesn't plan on coming here or moving here. I would love to move there, but it's not working out for whatever reason. So I, I need to let this go. And I thought it would be so much harder after having spent another week with him. And I can kind of see now that maybe this is where I'm supposed to be. And perhaps not getting a work from home virtual job. That was on purpose. That was God protecting me. And saying, stay here for now. You have some things to accomplish where you are. Where you are right now is where you're supposed to be for now. So I'm still hopeful. I still want to move to Spain. I'm still going to continue to take inspired action when I feel um, it feels aligned. And I want to apply to a job because I still want to move to Europe. Perhaps not Rome. But I definitely want to move to Spain. And, um, I don't know, y'all, what I'm going to do moving forward. It's like, this person made, made me feel, I don't know. They made me feel what I haven't felt in a really long time. And I have to decipher what I want to do to move forward. And 
lost. And I want to tune into my intuition and trust her and what she, where she wants to be guided So, I guess I'll keep you posted. I may perhaps post this episode tomorrow since it's the most relevant. <laughs> so the episodes might go out of order, but I'll see what I'm feeling. And um, honestly, I'm not perfect. You know, I went on a date with someone through this whole thing because I did want to keep my options open, you know. Would I have loved to be with Rom? Yeah. Would I have loved to move to Italy and be together and live happily ever after and have his kids and get married? Yes. But I have to keep my options open here because my life right now is in the United States. So I went out with someone from work and I mean, I don't feel guilty, but I feel like I haven't been that truthful with him either. But it's like he hasn't with me. So it's like we're both in the wrong. You know, I'm, I'm not all-knowing and a saint. But I just think that this dynamic is really complicated. And it has a lot of components and layers to it. And it's so easy from the outside looking in to objectively say, oh, well, you should do this or you shouldn't have done that. or, But when your feelings are invested, it's so much harder. It's not that simple. So... I have some stuff to figure out. I think I'm having a lot of tests right now in terms of men, emotionally unavailable men entering my life who just want sex or just want attention or a buddy to quench their boredom. And I have to step up to what would my higher self do? What does my true, authentic, whole, worthy self, what would she tell me and what would she do in this situation? Because it's not doing the easy thing. It's not sleeping with that person from work. It's not just being someone's convenience. Because I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that for myself. I don't want to be objectified and used. I've been that exploited enough. I've been that way already for so much of my life. And I can't keep allowing it just for a moment of pleasure. So I thank you for listening. I, I don't have the answer. This is kind of me just vending and sorting through my shit. And if you have been in a similar situation or resonate or anything, just feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'm open. I'm not a judgmental person. (laughs) Um, I've done some some things in my life, some pretty dark things. And uh, (laughs) I think we all have. But that doesn't make you a bad person just because you've done bad things. Just to remind you. So... You can follow me on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti. You can tell me you found me from the podcast. And I guess I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. All right. I hope you all have a beautiful weekend. I can't wait for the fall. Kind of feels like it's here. So I'm so excited. It's my favorite season. September might be my favorite month. The end of the summer, beginning of the fall. It's just beautiful to watch the transition. And, um, I'm wishing you all a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you in the next episode.